It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipittv. Hey guys, John Barchard here. You guys know how much I love to play fantasy football. So I need you to listen up because I want you to join the highest rated fantasy football app. It's called Draft. You get to play in a real live snake draft, but be done in under five minutes. And they last just for one week. Drafts start every couple of minutes, so you can join right now for week nine. And the best part is you get to play for cold, hard cash. And get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites, on all the DFS sites. Because you're always trying to figure out, okay, where should I start this guy and do the value and I don't have enough money to do all that stuff? It doesn't happen on draft you get a selection of every premium player you just got to be the smartest one in the room it's a six player snake draft so you get in you get out tournaments start from one dollar to a thousand dollars to everything in between three person drafts six person drafts on and on the options are limitless and all new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit all you have to use is promo code bgnr that's right play a real money game for free just by using promo code bgnr and it gets even better draft is so sure that you'll love it that they are offering bgn radio listeners a money back guarantee up to a hundred dollars no excuses now just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play for free right now with promo code BGNR. Let me see the Tootsie Roll. Yeah, 1994. Oh, let me see the Tootsie Roll. Oh, it's a 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 Tootsie Roll. Oh, what's going on? Bleeding Green Nation, baby. Holy hell. You kidding me right now? 50, 51 (laughs) points on a really, really good. Man, we're both out of breath. Holy cow. Too many beers before the pregame. Way too many beers before the pregame. 51 points, three touchdowns from the Honda himself. Corey Clement, he's, he doesn't need a tune-up, folks. Don't put him in the garage. He's ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Jay Ajayi got started early today. It is officially the Alshon Jeffrey game. 
I mean, like, what? What else do you need to see, Philadelphia? Yeah. Well, that, what else yeah. do you need to see? Carson Wentz MVP is on pace for like a forty and ten season. You know, a big V is out here doing work. There was no issues on the left side today. People got dinged up. People got banged up. It didn't matter. Carson Wentz was poised, calm, cool, and collected. Eagles are eight and one heading into the damn bye. I'm pumped, James Silver. Let's go. <laughs> you should be, man. Eight and one again. We said it heading in. Like they have now surpassed their win total for each of the last two seasons, and we're nine games into the year. That is freaking awesome. It is unbelievable. Look, I I was very confident about this game heading in. You know that. I was. I had no worries about d- the Denver Broncos, the vaunted Denver Broncos defense. I didn't think they were putting up 51 points today. Like, Ooh. whoa, man. Like, th- this, this Eagles team is straight legit. Like, they are a really, really good football team. We said coming in, they, there's a, look, they're a better team than Denver. They should have come in and handled their business. And you know what? They came in and they handled their business, man. Like, this is a really, really good football team. Yeah, it is. And that's what I think this kind of proved the point to everybody now. So, we, you know, there, there's some that were just like, hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Nope. Don't declare Washington dead. Nope. Hey, 7-1, and one, it doesn't mean the division's over. Division's I over. mean, it's over, guys. It's, it's so it's, over. It is over. They have to win two more games, it's and over. that's it. It's two over. out of these. Now, I know you guys are probably already looking at the scoreboard and going like, it's a, you know, what's funny is like we're already on to the next thing. We're like, okay, that was awesome. Now, now what? Now I want to. Now I want to see Dallas lose. Now I want to see. Oh, okay. The Rams. The damn. The Rams put up fifty-one points against the Giants on the road yeah, against the them. Giants. So you're already trying to mark out. And listen, they're going to face two playoff teams, and they will face either one of those teams again in about you know three weeks back to back here. So uh, yeah, I mean it, it's an exciting time, and we also think that they can beat those teams. Oh yeah, they can beat the Rams. They can beat Seattle. They it doesn't mean anybody. that they will. They can beat anybody. In the NFC yes. and in probably the in the league. Yes, they're so, the, they're the best. Fo- they're the best team in football right now. Period. Yes. There's no dancing around it. Like if you put teams on a neutral field, the Eagles should be favored against every team in the NFL. Like that's where they're at, man. They are the best football team in the NFL right now. They went out and put up 51 points against the Broncos without even trying. Nick Foles got him over the 50 spot. <laughs> Nick Foles throwing dimes. With a, yeah, putting it right in the bucket. Are you for- kidding me? For Nelson Aguilar, who just decided to start talking trash right at the end and getting all yeah, fired up on did. the sideline, it was awesome. Let's start right out the beginning because, uh, you know, if you want to say the Broncos got it going, that's what the only time that they got it going was that first drive and they settled for a field goal and you thought, oh, man, you know, maybe Emmanuel Sanders might be a small problem for Jalen Mills throughout this game. And, and then all of a sudden, it's, uh, it's an, I think it was, was it Ajayi's first snap? For that, there was an RPO that's right there as a decoy. One, uh, uh, this uh, a gorgeous touch pass to Alshon Jeffrey right in the breadbasket, seven to three, and then they never really never looked, looked back. back after that one. I thought that was one of his one of his best throws of the year. Just a, oh, a really yeah. nice soft tissue touch there. Soft tissue touch. I go. like that, yeah. baby. Yeah, no, it was it was a coming beautiful. down like Charmin, baby. Well, it was- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is gold. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was a beautiful play. And not just that, it was like 
that type of play, reminiscent of that Sproles play last year that we talk about all the time, like Wentz pedaling to the right a little, just able to kind of just flick. He has that ability to flick the ball and just put it perfectly in the spot where it needed to be. Alshon was great today. He had that one drop that was a tough drop, but otherwise, man, he like he allows Wentz to to put the balls in some windows that I don't think Wentz would have put him there last year. And it's made, oh, him, yeah, definitely. It's made him a better quarterback. It's allowed him to trust himself more. And, and Alshon just goes up and snatches it, man. Like that was look, everyone said, Oh, they can't throw against this team. Oh <laughs> threw against him pretty well. Yeah, in fact they went the uh yeah, and they they did both things today. They did everything. They did everything they today. Couldn't stop you. Dunkaroo, do you have that first uh, the first Alshon touchdown? It sounded beautiful from, from, from Merrill's voice here. A giant gets no, it's a fake pass to Jeffrey in for the touchdown. <laughs> a giant faked gets out, no. Faked no. out Merrill, faked out everybody. Uh, I thought RPOs were on their way out of the NFL. It's so weird that they keep happening for touchdowns. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, some. Uh, maybe I think there's a, a player or two in between. Patrick Robinson is right there. Like and he, right to him, He maybe. takes it down as well, and it, and it sets up some more glory. Play action. Osweiler over the middle. It's intercepted. Robinson. Robinson at the 30, at the 20, at the 15, and out of bounds. Robinson took that football away. Everyone's number one corner, well, Patrick Robinson, you know just what? being – I mean, that was such a Brock Lobster throw. Oh, he threw it right to him. Right to you him. You know what? Even even when they throw it right to you, it's nice to have corners who have hands. Like, Patrick Robinson catches the football <laughs> when it's thrown to him. How novel a concept is that here in Philadelphia? Dilly dilly, absolutely. Everyone dilly dilly. If uh, I – yeah, fine. Dilly dilly, <laughs> sure. In okay. Philadelphia Let's as it go. rolls on. Go Birds. Which then leads to – I don't know if everyone saw this. But so it's a it's a script. I mean, they, there's two plays. They don't really go anywhere. They know that they're coming on third and ten. Uh, a, a beautiful play call by Doug Peterson as he calls for the screen and an amazing, almost an amazing catch, uh, <laughs> like James just had with his water bottle. Dude, did you see that? Whew, that that was, should have gone over. That was pretty impressive. It was an impressive uh, I, catch. I, yeah, absolutely, it was. So uh, I don't know if everybody caught this. Do we have the the Clement uh, touchdown? It, really, it doesn't doesn't really need it, but uh, so what? <laughs> What happened was, uh, I mean, it was beautifully dumped, and yeah, let's hear it from Merrill's voice here real quick. Wentz rolls, pitches to Clement, and Clement walks in. That easy. Corey Clement (laughs) with second touchdown on the afternoon. And the only reason why it was uh, an easy touchdown is because there is a barreling Brandon Brooks that is just staring down Justin Simmons, who's the defensive safety or the safety. Uh, Denver safety for uh, for Denver, uh, and there you would think that there is a deer in the headlights oh, happening at that yeah. moment. He You're wanted like, nothing. I to am do with not him. touching that. No, <laughs> he's like, so no, sir. They, I am good. They already run that battle, and then it uh, yeah, it goes in, and then it, it, I think there's there's an Elliott uh, field goal in between somewhere there. It's seventeen to three. And then it just it didn't let just up after that. But the Broncos over. the Broncos answer with a field goal. Uh, and then I thought Carson Wentz. This is probably the best ball of the season so far. Oh, it was beautiful. As he looks, he pump fakes and he hits Trey Burton uh, uh, on the back shoulder. Wentz fakes. He looks. He is firing it, and it is caught. Touchdown! Inside the pylon. Now I'm waiting for the signal. Still waiting. It was thrown to Trey Burton. It's Trey Burton, and it's a touchdown. It is a touchdown. <laughs> so it's I mean, Trey Burton, that, and it's a touchdown. Uh, honestly, the only thing that was going through my mind is like, how on earth could anyone make excuses for Carson Wentz at that point? That was one of the. I mean, this guy is not even in his second year. The leap that he has made is is 
so much larger than I thought it was possible. And like I said, twenty-three and five through nine games, twenty-three touchdowns, five interceptions, and that was that was a ridiculous throw. Like, and it It was was on target. It was right there. It was you know back shoulder. He had a lot of perfect throws. Like, like the Alshon throws. Like he had three or four throws to Alshon today alone, where you're just like, wow, man, he is fitting him in tight spaces. He's throwing on the move. I, I, like you just like you have to be an asshole to to try and stick with your Carson Wentz's bad take. Like it, you look like an asshole. Like sorry if you are sticking with your Carson Wentz's bad takes or he's not that good. You look like an asshole. Well, uh, let's just let's just play uh, you know Fahey's take from <laughs> from ESPN Radio earlier this week. <laughs> Dak for me, it's easy. Uh, Carson Wentz it's is easy. MVP. Wait, wait, hold on. It's he- easy. Yeah, it's easy for me. Carson Wentz is getting a lot of hype. And the thing about Carson Wentz is what's fortunate for him is his two best games, probably of his career, Uh have come on prime time. Uh And then you kind of look at the other (laughs) games when he's not getting as much attention. Which would be this one at 1 o'clock. The consistencies are still there. Uh He's still missing deep throws too often. He's still standing in one place in the pocket and avoiding pressure. He's still holding the ball too long at (laughs) times. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's Mm -hmm. progress there. But I think Dak has been so overlooked because he's been been upstanding Oh yeah, The only reason he's not getting all this credit is uh-huh. he had kind of the opposite. He had right. that Broncos game, which yeah. probably his worst game yep. of the season. Oh, and interesting. Everyone saw what happened in that game, and their record hasn't been good because the defense yeah. has been so bad. Uh-huh. So I, I think that is on a, a level where, like, of the healthy quarterbacks, yeah, Aaron sure. Rodgers is out because Andrew Luck is out sure. because yeah, yeah, yeah. only Tom Brady is going to left there. Cam Newton's been bad this yeah. year. Of yeah. the healthy quarterbacks Ooh. right now, I think oh, really? it's hard to argue for one or two or even three quarterbacks who are better than that. What? <laughs> one or two or three? Three. <laughs> ESPN hired that, you dumb F. God, he's you so hired bad. that. Like, and he was, and it was still like a, a today. It was a, it was a, a plug in, a plug in play uh, type of offense, which he was completely arguing. So now it's the, the, the like, if that was true, then where was it last year? <laughs> and why did Nick Foles fumbling, uh, you know, the opening snap of, of of his debut today? Which, hey, for the second time uh, this year, Nick Foles has left the field with the lead. So there you go. He did his job. He went in there. He took a couple and easy. Handed it off. He threw a that's dime. Good. He like, threw one dime. Yeah. Like that was a dime on fourth and one. <laughs> yeah, was. That's all you need. That's all you need out of Nicky franchise. That's happening there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm just. It's it's unbelievable to me. Listen, I I don't even want to bother with that because I really just wanted to laugh at it for a moment. Um, I don't know if this was. I'm caught up in the moment here, so I don't want to say that was one of Carson Wentz's best games, but the difference in just that take alone, like if you can't see the differences between that Denver defense and what they did to the oh, yeah. Cowboys, that was definitely not the defense letting them in. No. Like that was there was a lot of offensive struggles that they did. And now this is still Again, we have seen this Denver team go up. We know they're bad, and offensively, especially with Brock Osweiler, is bad. They don't allow 55 points. In fact, they said that hasn't happened in five years, six years, something. It's 2010, I think, or 2013, somewhere around there. Uh, this is it's it's amazing how they did today. Yeah, amazing. You, well, you can't have it both ways, right? You can't have it coming in and saying, "Oh, expect Wentz to struggle today." That Denver defense, toughest defense he's faced. You got to expect him to struggle. And then when he goes out and throws four tutties on your ass, you can't come back and and say it was plug and play or say <laughs> it wasn't that good a performance. Right. You can't have it both ways. You can't have yeah. it both ways. Carson Wentz just went out against a defense that many people around the league consider to be one of the best in football, and he carved them up. 
No question. He just owned them today. Yes. Made them look silly. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, I'm sorry. You know, like, he he dominated that Denver defense today like we thought he would. I'm sorry. Like, Carson Wentz is really good. Like, you have to accept He's not it. really good. He's amazing. He's amazing. He is a top He's five amazing. quarterback already. 23 and this 5. This season, he definitely Nine is. Nine games. No question. And it was second season in the NFL, he has 23 touchdowns and five interceptions, and he has his team as the only 8-1 and one team in the sport. Like, yes. What more do you want from a franchise? Like, a quarterback. Like, what more do you want? No, yeah, nothing. Nothing. That's exactly what you want. <laughs> if you're like, hey, can I have a quarterback that has an interception, or a touchdown to interception ratio that's almost at 3-1? to Because that's great. That's almost exactly what I want. Yeah, it's insane to me. So, um, speaking of holding your ground on things... Uh, let's just, if we could just talk to, to um, for just for a moment, because <laughs> I, I was told that it's going to be fine with, uh, with Blunt and Corey Clement and hats off to them. They did a fantastic job today. I'm not taking any way, anything away from them. Uh, but something, something yeah. called the J train who hasn't looked much at the playbook yet did something remarkable, uh, this afternoon. Lance comes back to Ajay again. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. At the 20, <laughs> at the 15, 10, 5, he dives, and he is in for the touchdown. Woo-hoo! His first touchdown is equal. A 46-yard explosion Man. by Jay Ajayi. Jay Train. I can't, I, like, that is just a taste. That is just a taste. We went out of focus so badly uh, because the train <laughs> was rolling out of control there. Uh, and that's where, listen, uh, now I think you do have a really nice three-headed monster that all can do three separate things. Like you, it was missing because Darren Sproles was gone. I think they would have been okay if Darren Sproles was healthy. The emergence of Corey Clement, who we're going to get to in a moment, because I am so proud of that kid, and it's and it's amazing. We're going to talk about you know Wendell Smallwood only getting fourth quarter snaps there, yeah, really late, 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 late towards the end, uh, but. You know, when when we got excited, when I was freaking out, when they made that trade, that's the kind of stuff that's going to happen. You're going to be able to see a guy break one from 46 yards, and they need that. They needed a home run guy. Sproles could have been that, I think, still with the way that the offensive line is played. But early returns, so far so good. Uh, that's exactly what you want to see. You thought it was going to be decoy. They gave him a few more after that. That was one of them. Jay Ajayi, welcome to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, man. Welcome to Philly. I mean, that was exactly what you want to see. That's the type of stuff he brings. And even on that touchdown, it wasn't like some monster hole that he ran through. It was a tiny crease. He found his way through, and he's off to the races. I mean, that's the type of stuff he brings. That's kind of what we talked about in the pregame show, the creating your own yards type of guy. He's clearly that type of guy. And you even saw it on, you know, eight carries, 77 yards, but the big 46-yard touchdown. But you even saw it on the other carries. Like, even when he's going for four, five, six yards, he's, he's always moving forward he's always progressing forward and um he's just the kind of guy who's gonna get you yards it seems like every time he touches the ball and and with that type of home run threat there I mean it's just we're talking about a good Carson Wentz is and 23 and 5 and Alshon and all these guys coming to play when you add that other element that other dynamic element to something that's already dynamic man Man, John, like it is. That, that's the thing. It's like, like we've said, it was kind of that missing piece of this offense, that last real dynamic piece you need. And you've already got a defense. I mean, you've got yes. a defense to yes, have an you offense do. this good. I mean, I, like, look. I mean, you look around the NFL. Uh, how many offenses are better than the Eagles? I didn't, one, one, I, one, one, I think right now. Two, one, I think two, the Patriots are the only one that are, that's ahead of them. Oh, the Rams might be too. But the point is, I don't think they are. I don't think the Rams are better. I think the Eagles have a better offense. The point is, they're right there, and they still have a top five defense too. I mean, it's. 
it's insane how balanced they are on both sides of the ball here. Yeah, it's a, and and not only that, like when's the last time that you've and listen, the Rams have a good defense. I'm not taking any, and obviously Seattle does too. Uh, but that's where it's. I mean, if you aren't convinced by this point of all right, the Eagles probably have somewhere around you know a top seven, a top five defense along to meet their top five offense. Whew, you know, and we we throughout the season it's been defense might pick up the offense here, offense might pick up the defense here. Not today, man. Everybody destroyed <laughs> yeah. everybody today. Yeah. They got sacks, they got interceptions, game, they got man. touchdowns. Uh, and I want to get back to Alshon in a little bit, but let's move over to Corey Clement. Who, listen, I, I can't believe the story of this kid being an undrafted guy comes onto the team where they've already drafted and moved up for a running back in the fourth round, who's now on <clears throat> IR. Uh, and uh, then you have, um, you know, uh, it, Wendell Smallwood, who is not going to be unseated because he was Deuce's guy here for a long mm-hmm. time. They loved him. I, I mean, I still think they do, and that's why they. Have him active. They sign Legarrette Blunt. They trade for JHI. He's still on the field. And man, the Honda got filled up with premium today, baby. <laughs> he, I mean, uh, it was it was great. You had uh, you know, and and credit to Doug too. This the times that they used him were really really smart. Yeah. So you had the screen. Then they had him run pistol, pistol on the, baby. the option, which pistol which was option. which was a new wrinkle in uh, in for the touchdown as well. Off a of, was off of Rodney McLeod, I believe mm-hmm. there too. When you're okay. getting that going, and then you just have him uh, have him shoving in there for for the third his third t- touchdown of the game. Wentz through four. Alshon has two. Uh, you know, everybody eats, John. I I, I love I love the little wrinkle of Corey Clement and any one of these guys, and that's that's the difference when a when a, a three headed monster. I'll call it a running back by committee now because I think it's a good one. It's finally a good one we have, you know. And and we'll have to see what happens with with the Jai. But the way they used everybody today is exactly what you wanted, exactly what you needed. Everyone was effective, and it was great. It's exactly right, and it's guys who do different things. And and the thing about Clement too is is that dude busts his ass on special teams. Yes, too. he does. I mean, he's making plays. You know, the touchdown that that Denver scored that were the uh, you know fumble touchdown. We're like, that's not a fumble. Oh wait, it's a fumble. Uh, but Clement, you know, they got in the end zone, but Clement's the guy chasing Brandon Marshall down, making the tackle. I mean, he's that type of player. Uh, yeah, You know, like we said, I mean, the story, obviously, the local kid, but to do what he's done so far, and he deserves it, man. He deserves all the credit. Like, he plays his ass off. He plays hard. He runs hard. You know, again, he's one of those guys who might not be the most talented in the world, but makes the most of what he has. And um, it, it's been awesome watching Corey Clement develop and become a real part of this thing. And and like you said, John, I think that you have to be, you have to be ecstatic where this is yes. at. I mean, you have to be ecstatic. And for him to, to really unseat Wendell Smallwood like that, who, bye-bye, Wendell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Thank you for pal. being a part of the Eagles. We you'll, appreciate you'll it. You'll be inactive next week. And I've seen a few people in the comments point this out, and I was planning on mentioning it, but, like, first of all, they did this today without Zach Ertz, yes. which you have to bring back their best no offensive player other than Carson Wentz through no the Jason first. No Jason Peters, no Jason And Ronald no Darby's Hicks. coming yeah. back. Like, this is – I mean, you got Darby coming back. You got Ertz back. I mean, this is – this is a, a, a legit Super Bowl contending team right now, heading out of the bye at eight and one. You got Dallas in their house coming up. I mean, if you're not if you're an Eagles fan of any kind and you're not all in on this team, like you're yeah. you're missing out. Yeah, like, you really are. Like just buy in, man. Come on, ride the train yeah, and shoot your ride. Hop on the train, man. man. You know, Cleveland, come on board. Miami, yes. you're welcome to come in here too. <laughs> it is a disservice of what those franchises are doing to you. And I gotta let me let me just let me just Uh-oh. let me just get a little, let me just get a little cooking in here because <laughs> I, I got a little I got a little swerve on yo Dolphins and your beat writers and everybody down there that are trying to like convince the entire world of Philadelphia. 
Philadelphia that this was the right move to do. And Joe Dolan even put this, put this out, which I give nothing to respect to that man. But uh, if if you're trying to send a message to your players and the fact that Jay Ajayi, with, with, limited, with limited time to look into that playbook, goes for 46 yards and has a very nice round number of 69 yards in this game and a touchdown, what is that telling – uh, you know, Devontae Parker. What is that telling the rest of your locker room? You don't know what the hell you're doing because that's what it sounds like. Degenerative knee this, not a locker room guy that. Seems like you can fit in pretty well when you're winning football games and stop blaming other players and maybe pull your head out of your ass sure. and maybe not sign Jay Cutler yeah. and maybe not have riffs in your own locker room because based on what your judgments do and stop trying to scare everybody. And I'd like to thank you once again for being one of the dumbest franchises in the world because we have Carson Wentz because of you, we have Jay Ajayi because of you, and uh, God bless us all. Thank that's, you, Mike That's Vanderbilt. how I feel. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just a, yeah. don't, don't even try and, and, and swerve it. Well, it's a fourth-round pick. We'll have to see what this does in the long term. Uh-uh. No way. You just screwed up your locker room, and you gave a Super Bowl contending team more chances to win the Super Bowl <laughs> for literally nothing. And this it's just it's insane to me. So I wanted to thank you for thank that you. as well. Thank you. Uh, also, huge props and people are mentioning in there too, and we really appreciate everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Just give us a nice little thumbs up on the BGN Radio page. Follow us on BGN Radio underscore radio, excuse me, on the Twitter.com if you've got that. Big V played really well today. He played great, man. He had a terrific game, and and you know we've talked a lot. I, I think he's fine in pass protection. I thought he was fine, but he showed it again today. But a better game in, in, in the running game as well. I thought Big V... No issues there, especially, you know, they did line Vaughn up against him a few times, which I thought was a surprise. Um, handled himself well, and even when they, you know, Lane Johnson misses the play, they have the entire offense, you know, along with Samal there. You saw Trey Burton, Brent Selleck, mm-hmm. and they had uh, Matt Collins in there. It's like four guys. They're like, <laughs> we got you, Isaac, don't worry. Yeah, but we got Big you. V all by himself there, man. I mean, a Big V... Uh, I, look, I said it last week. You guys were wor- more worried about Big V moving forward than I was. I thought he got better last year as it he went really out. Did. And I'm, I'm, I, I feel okay. I feel okay with Big V in there. Yeah, and it'll be nice because it is a – and as been the time we get into more of the offseason when that comes around, it is a pretty nice depth at offensive line this year. So that, that should give you a lot of relief going like, okay, they probably still need to find – that massive gem. Hey, look, if Big V continues to be great and stays on the left side, awesome. I'm sure. all for that. Yeah. But if you can get a guy who doesn't need to get in there right away, need to start right away, that's a, that's huge. So, you know, I, hats off to him because he's been, you know, he's one of those worry warts that everyone, and I was one of them today too. I said, look, you know, I, I don't know what Denver's going to do. I respect their pass rush a lot. I thought Carson Wentz was going to get hit a lot today. And he didn't. You he know, did. there's there's a couple of sacks they got to him there. That's to be expected. But, um, you know, when you got a pimp quarterback and, he, and you don't have to worry about uh, the left side as much. The pimp quarterback. It's, it's just, it, it just feels good. And also what feels good, Alshon Jeffrey feels good, man. I'm glad he's getting the stats Me because too, he was man. doing that stuff all along. And just like you said, there's a couple of, couple of drops in there. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. It's you life. know, yeah. it is life. But it's not the syndrome that we've been used to for two years before Yo, this. Because he's making those catches too, yes, man. Yes, he is. You know, you take the good with the bad. And uh, on that play too, and, and be sure to go back and rewatch that second touchdown because – what a bullet from Carson Oh, my God. Woods. I can't believe he threw it. I mean, it was like <laughs> like right past the fingertips of the vet. Like, it was like right in there. Just squeezed it right in there. It was great to see. But that's why you pay him off. And I, I thought Doug tried to get – did some really smart things today. Uh, you know, a lot of rub roots to get him open in the slant. And that's one of the ones that he uh, unfortunately dropped. And um, I, I want to go there, too. 
Yeah, Dougie called a hell of a game today. Game of the year. He this, was, he I was mean, all, the, the running all over the place. Terrific. It was a joke. It, it was, was awesome. a joke today. It was awesome going up like we talked about. I mean, going up and getting some great defense. I mean, Doug Peterson came to play today. I mean, how many times we're watching it? We're like, ooh, that was a really nice call there. Ooh, look what he just did there. That was really good. Like, just a really clever game. A great job with his used his personnel really well. Like we talked about, he knows when Trey Burton should be in there. He knows when Clement should be in there. I know Deuce is doing the the you know exact who's putting the running backs in there but whoever's in there Doug is utilizing them well he's making all his guys look good in the scheme it's yeah. just um and again like a guy like Big V man like part of the reason we're not seeing anything is because of Doug I mean you have to give Doug credit for the way he schemed it it was a it was a flawless flawless game plan from Peterson today man they, and, they, and another, yeah, oh, real yeah. quick a good point that was brought up by the announcing team that we've kind of touched on here and there but they come out and play great in the first quarter. They come out at halftime and play great. That's coaching. Mm-hmm. That shows that they're prepared to play. Their first 15 are, are ready to go, and they're good or good calls, and then at halftime they're going in there and they're making adjustments. That's all coaching, man. Like, Absolutely. Again, you know me. I have, I have long been, you know, before a Doug Peterson hater. I am all on board, at least with what I've seen. So, I mean, he has been outstanding. I think he's the coach of the year in the NFL. Should I do it to him, folks? Should I do it to him? I'm going to do it to him. He was doing that last year. He did that last year. He continues to do it this year. He actually has football players to do it. You go back and look at those games and tell me how many times they scored out of halftime in the the first quarter. play calling last year for what it's worth, but yes, I'm with you. He's been been great. I got Uh, no complaints. Yeah, and and they're up to a point now, and I think – Ian Eagle had said it on the broadcast. I think they were outscoring teams in the first quarter. 58 to 12 or something. Like yeah, that. it was yeah. really ridiculous. And then it was like 58 to 30 in the second quarter in the third quarter beginning of the second half. So it's it's been noticeable. And it was funny too because earlier in the year people would point out like how many points they've let up in the fourth quarter. It's just like, yeah, man, it's garbage time most of the time. Other than two games uh, uh, you know, the Chargers and Giants, that's, that's pretty much it. And and that seems like ages ago now does, when we're talking about, you know, like, oh, well, they haven't really beaten these, this team or that team or whatever. No I mean, there too. is not one person, including all the Dallas beat reporters that were watching this game today and going like, yeah, they're number one. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nobody left. And if you start thinking about... It's amazing. I have a feeling Skip Bayless will still I'm be. sure, of course. <laughs> skip, skip. Uh, when, uh, whenever you know, and, and when you start marking these things in order, uh, I, I, the NFC looks pretty. I don't know if I want to say stacked, but it looks like the way most be- dominant way conference. Than the, I mean, it's not way even better. close. I mean, think about it this way: after you've got your, you know, Steelers, Patriots, and uh, and. Kansas City. Kansas City there. Like, th- who Who else? I mean, the Bills are like a top contender for yeah. a wild card. I mean, we're talking about some terrible teams yeah. out and the, there. And listen, that's the Bills team that got just rousted at home. By the rousted, Jets. Ousted, cousted, blousted, whatever. Blousted. Kinda, I think it's yeah, blousted. We'll go that's with blousted. blousted, yeah. I mean, like, you know. The that's, Bills got blousted. It works. <laughs> that's, not, works. That's, that's not a great football team either. But, like, you start, uh, and just like we were talking about earlier, I, I'm not actually sure. that There's only... There's only one. Seattle still makes me nervous, and that's the only one that only is. One. And even then, if they're you, here, I feel a lot less nervous. Absolutely, about it. but you know they're they're traveling outside of there, and that's that's the most exciting part again for me in the schedule. Is it? I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm already overlooking Dallas, win or lose. <laughs> and I know they're 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 what I'm already overlooking them. It's just it's just whatever. It, I'm not I'm I'm not saying that they could, could they're that's an easy one and they're going to win it or whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Listen, though. chances are pretty high they're going to win that game coming off a of bye, whatever. Yeah. Right? But so I I I you know, I I just feel like 
you're looking at those teams you're because lo- the point is Dallas is beatable. You're, you're going to split at, with them probably. At, you're looking at, at the conference and not the division, which yes. I think is a fair thing to do. Exactly. At this point. Yeah, I mean they're eight and one, man. They're eight and one. Yes, yes. It's just uh, I, I I can't like. How did this happen? I don't know. How in the world Carson did Wentz. this happen? Carson Wentz is how it happened. That, I mean, Carson Wentz is how it happened. We've given a ton of credit to Doug Peterson this week. Deservedly so. We've Absolutely. given a ton of credit to Howie Roseman this week. Deservedly so. We haven't given enough credit to Joe Douglas. He deserves it too. But Carson Wentz is the man among all of them who deserves it. I mean, the, him being what he is now is the biggest reason. I think it's permeating throughout the team. I think that guys want to go to war for that guy. Mm-hmm. Guys want to play for that guy. The poise, the charisma. The the all the you know intangibles like everything about that kid screams like superstar football player. It screams leader. It screams mm-hmm. franchise quarterback. I mean that's the guy. That's the guy. And I think that that is the biggest reason that right now this team is eight and one and a Super Bowl contender. I think that it's on the back of number eleven. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> you know, and if that's, that's what it is. And even if it, that's the the great part about this is. Even if eleven isn't going, isn't that cool? We just call him eleven. Eleven. Now? He's just at that 11, point. Man. Like they just called Tom twelve. Yeah, he's eleven, baby. <laughs> he's eleven. Uh, you know, and he's he's right in that discussion. And the thing, so here's what's crazy: the things we saw at three and one last year is the same guy. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Uh-huh. It just we thought that was gonna we thought we were gonna be foals here. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, man, he came out early. He's going to dip back. He regressed. There's no way he can get back to that level of play. And then all of a sudden, oh, right, right tackles, wide receivers, and running backs, and everybody else matters in this equation along with – and the defense wasn't even that good last year. This is, this is a completely new look to that. defense. But also – Especially th- on the back end. They showed, they showed that last year, too, but it was just in a flash. And now you have a couple yep. of different personnel. Well, and yeah. Timmy Jernigan's Timmy there. Jernigan. And- Timmy Jernigan, man. We got to give that dude so much credit. Because, I mean, the difference in Fletcher – Cox. Cox was like couldn't do it last year because he didn't have that guy next to him to just create all that space for him. Fletcher Cox again today. I mean, yeah. that guy is a game wrecker. He's a game wrecker. And when you have someone next to him who can take attention away, it, it's it it changes the entire football game. Like, man, Timmy Jernigan. Wow. We were debating about Benny Logan this offseason and whether or not you can pay him $10 million. Is anybody really going to argue about that with Timmy Jernigan coming in here? Like, it doesn't matter. Teddy KGB, pay him. Pay that (laughs) man his money. Pay that man his money. Uh, Seattle up 2 nothing over Washington right now. Of course, yes. Zero. You're talking about the Mariners over the Nationals, correct? Yeah, of course. No, no. Uh, 0-0 in KC in Dallas right now, unless I have that differently. We'll try and uh, keep you updated for those who are live. For those who are listening on Wait, the replay. Dak Prescott hasn't thrown for six touchdowns That's yet? amazing, yeah. I, I don't know why that hasn't so happened. Uh, but we'll keep you updated that if you are live. If you are listening on the replay, uh, whether you are on iTunes or SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, uh, Satchel, and uh, tune in any of the things that you like to listen to podcasts on. We thank you so much. And the five-star reviews, the hearts on SoundCloud, they all go a very, very long way. I had a great transition, and it was in my brain, and then I left it out, <laughs> and I don't know where I was going with it. But let us I, I want to go back to the, the NFC landscape here. Uh, oh, I, what I thought was going to be fun is it's crazy how 2000 is lining up again. You know, and and Rams. all those all those things that we had to like distance ourselves with the whole. Nah, there's nothing similar about Doug and Andy. They're two different people. I still kind of believe that as far as their schemes and how they coach and what they do. They are two separate people, but the influences are definitely there. At 99, everybody's disappointed. You have a losing record. You come in in 2000. You basically make the playoffs. 
Uh, it didn't look like this. For no. those that weren't around, it definitely did not look no. like this. This is a huge leap into that. The Rams are also really good. Their coach is, is, is doing some new things that are there, and they're putting up a ton of points. I, I just feel like this thing is going to end up in Philadelphia for the you know, for the, the for the uh, the championship game in the NFC. Yeah, I, do. I think that's where it's heading. It's inevitable. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, like, look at it. Uh, you know, like, here's the thing: they're eight and one. Their only loss was out of conference. Uh, you know, they've got some big games. That's the thing. Is like we said. You know, we're kind of not looking past the Dallas game, but the Dallas game. Look, they have two games against Dallas. You need to win one of those two. But for the most part, it really looks like you know D- D- Dallas is not going to be an issue. It really comes down to you have two games in Seattle and Los Angeles. Uh, you know, along with New Orleans, I think those are the three teams that you're fighting with for a buy right now, you know, in theory. And, John, I, I as crazy as it is to say nine games through the season, I think that's where you direct your attention right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think you do, too. Uh, I remember the thing that I was going to say. Oh, fun. So uh, I, I, am a, I am a big windows guy when it comes to Super Bowls. The window is wide open here. And, and I just got to tell you, if they don't do it now – Probably not going to happen. I see. I don't agree with you. I, on I think. That, I but. think if they don't listen, here's what they need to do. I want it, it, like they need to lose in the championship game if they're going to lose, <laughs> right? Because then we know they can get back there. They're going to be hungry. Whatever. If they lose the Super Bowl. I don't know. You know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm getting into. I see how how this. I'm, I'm, there's no way else to avoid it. But you're looking at the Falcons this year. You're looking at Carolina the year before. You're going through all the different teams. Just as work, hell, the Eagles did it too. You know, I, I'm a. I, I think if it if it, I think the next two years, this is the window. This year and next year, and and that's it. And then you got to figure out what's going on after that. Well, you know? I mean, and, I think the way the NFL is now, there is so much changeover from year to year, yeah. and all these one year deals are starting to become a thing. That I do think that in in you know. Sure, you know, you're going to have a different looking team, but I mean, you have Carson Wentz. I think he's, you know, has the potential to be our Tom Brady. I think that with a guy like. Oh, yeah. If that's, well, that's the other thing. If he turns into a dynasty, forget everything I yeah, said. Well, that's what, but like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's if, that if he's guy. the next guy, then forget he everything could I said. He's that guy. Yeah. He's that good right now. Like 25 games into his NFL career, where he's at, he could be that guy. Like, that's his ceiling now. His ceiling is to be that guy like the guy in the nfl dunk let me get you in here because i know like dunk got really excited and he's off camera right now he's been kicking ass and taking names been with us since this morning what did you yell out he's that he's what he's better than tom brady (laughs) (laughs) he didn't even yell it he said it like with just casually no he's like yeah he's better than tom brady there's no thought about it but do you think i mean do you think this guy can be dynasty worthy yeah easily yes it's not even up for debate this is a franchise dynasty quarterback. Love it. Imagine that. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like, I'm not ready to like. I'm not there. Like, he's gonna win us five Super Bowls there yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think uh, you know, outside of injury, I think Carson Wentz is going to be a top three quarterback in the NFL for ten years. Like, I think he's that good. Oh, man, that's it. How, I do. It How just feels not, great. It feels, feels amazing. Great. It's hard to believe. <laughs> it's like what is actually happening to us right now. I mean, you go around the league, like right, and 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 you know, Deshaun Watson, the ACL, all that. But like, is there a single quarterback in the NFL who you would trade Carson Wentz for right now? Like taking no, into account no, long, nobody. right? Nobody, nobody. not worth the nobody. risk. Nobody, nothing. That's my point. So how can you not say that his ceiling is the best quarterback in football for a decade? Because like that's awesome kind of where that? we're at right now. Like, can you imagine all the th- all the things that we had talked 
about in the past couple of years, all the kind of like, is this going to work, the criticisms <laughs> or whatever. And if they just drafted the, the best quarterback in the NFL for the next 10 years, are you kidding me? That like doesn't belong here. You know, that's why it's hard for everybody. That's why it's hard for me to accept. Me too. It's, hard to, it's hard for me to go here and be like, yeah, I mean, that's possible. Uh, and then you're just kind of like, oh, my God, no. That is in – I mean – the, the, the window for that is is so that's wide my open. point. The, as long as Car- like that's how I'm viewing this guy. Like as long as he's here, the window is open. Like that's how great I and, think he can be. And like, all right, let's just because listen, we're eight and one. We're going into the bye. I'm doing this. If he ends like if he's Joe Montana, <laughs> oh, like how do we deal with that? I don't know. You know, that's I'm like, and, and this is, just so you know, this is what Boston went through forever. Exactly. Forever. Yeah. They were a dog shit football team yep. forever. forever. And then Tom like, Brady came like along. They, the Patri- well, Bledsoe, I shouldn't but say the, that, but yeah, they were getting No, there. it was yeah. Bledsoe, but the Patriots were the Indians, like the, the 80s and 70s and 60s Cleveland Indians of football. Like, they were the team that if they had made a Bad News Bears-esque or Major League-esque movie about football, it would have been the Patriots, not the Browns back then. That's how bad they were for a long yes, time. very, very long time. And you know that's why teams get better. It's why the Saints became relevant, because the Dolphins oh, missed yeah. on Drew Brees. Not that they've ever done that before in their lives ever with players or personnel or picks or anything like that. <laughs> Dante Culpepper's great, trust me. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I just – but that's that's hard to accept yeah, that is. you might have a guy of that of caliber sitting here. Yeah. You know, that has never happened in this no. town. There's been good quarterbacks, and, I, and that, that. that's not taken away from Randall or McNabb or Vic nope. or Kevin Cobb. Uh, <laughs> the, the greatest <laughs> of them all, Kevin Cobb. Uh, Jaworski, all of them. They were great. They were so much fun yeah. to watch. They're gr- they were awesome players, and I'm not trying to just steer as like they were the, like they, they they never gave us anything. But if if it's that type of guy, he's already better. I'm willing to say right now that man. Carson Wentz is the best quarterback I've ever seen play for the Philadelphia Eagles. Already easily, like he he's better than Donovan McNabb. I don't care. Get mad at me, people. Oh no, he clearly to. is. He's better. He clearly is. He's a is. better football player. He's a better quarterback. Like period. Like. He's 24 and he's 25 games for his career and he's getting smarter and better and he's like, he's got poise and he, like it's like it's like he, he was dropped in our laps like I can't get over this like how is this kid our quarterback I don't this, know this jewel this like poised intelligent North Dakota State North Dakota State good young man who you want to root for and everything it's like there's nothing wrong with this guy which again like when we're going through that entire draft class and we talked about this this morning too just you know I mean. Uh, the panic was like, ooh, no, you know, you need to, you need to wait and tank for Deshaun Watson. Which, hey, it wouldn't have turned out that bad, but good lord! And seriously, I hope he gets better and Me hope he too. recovers because he's, he's really fun to watch. Yeah. But like, um, my God, you know, no, no one, no one expected that. <laughs> no one in their notes. I mean, there was a couple of people who were like, whatever, Andrew Luck and Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Mike Mayock. Shout out, shout out to Mike, Mike Mayock. Mayock. Never, he's like, you, you, you just wait. Mike Mayock's like this. The, he, Daniel he, Jeremiah, you just wait. Andrew Luck and Cam Newton. He's like, he's better than both. Good call, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well done, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 just uh, it's amazing as uh, Dallas is up seven to nothing on Kansas oh, City right now. Come on, Alex. Uh, and uh, you know they always do that in the first quarter. Yeah, they're, just, right. they're just like Penn State, <laughs> uh, and and they, you know, I, I'm just I, I can't believe that the Eagles are at this point. I'm I am so happy that this turned out to be uh, this type of season. I was expecting a dogfight towards the end here, 
and uh, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to to rock and roll here. I, I um I bring on go to go to Minnesota right now. Just start take it take a trip on the bye week. Scope it out. Uh, I hear the Ivy's really nice. They got a Radisson. They got a Lowe's. <laughs> you know, start thinking about it. Honestly, though. Uh, if they get to the Super Bowl, are you actually going to Minnesota? No. I, we're staying here. Yeah, Grease we, up yeah. The, listen, we will have, wherever it, if that happens, gonna, let's just have a watch party on Broad Street get and get ready wild, for it. Man. Yeah. We got, we got, let's you just gotta go. be here. I mean, as fun as it would be to be in the building, Super Bowls are corporate to begin with. It's not like a, you know, a super fan type atmosphere there. Yeah. To be in Philadelphia when this city pops off when that happens, no, there's no like else every I'd like be. every person I know will be bawling their eyes out. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of it's naked be people running epic. around crying. The word for it is epic. No. Epic, epic is Everyone's a good word. Everyone's gonna take their pants word. off. We're Thank gonna you, run Doug. around butt naked, crying our eyes out. Just like guzzling alcohol, yes. like yelling, it's gonna be the best. No, I'm not gonna be. I'm, I'm not gonna be clothed either. I'm gonna get arrested. I just said that butt night. naked. Yeah. That's what I said. No, I'm just. I'm just making Nobody it clear. Nobody wears clothes that night. Yeah, everybody just we're running down Broad Street, and uh, you know we're building the. We can finally replace the Rocky statue with someone who actually did something and that is real, <laughs> and that is Carson Wentz. We can do all that. So, uh, listen, it's been a it's been a ton of fun and another Woo. post game in the books uh, for two seventy six. And again, thank you to everybody who's listening. We had 4 million lifetime listens this past week, and that only took four months. Uh, so the Daily Switch has, has definitely helped that, and you guys listening and watching to all the stuff that we're doing has been really great. James, let me get you uh, to get some final thoughts here, buddy. Uh, man, I, like, I'm flummoxed, John. I don't have – my final thoughts are uh, – we're coming to Minnesota, man. Like, get ready. Like, if nothing else, look, things can happen. Maybe they don't get there, whatever. This Carson Wentz is our guy. It's yeah. the guy we've all been waiting for our whole lives as Eagles fans. That's the guy. And he's here now. And everything else is going to be great because of him. I truly feel that way. Like, that's where I'm at, man. We're looking California, <laughs> but feeling Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling, baby. The Eagles are eight and one. We are heading into the bye. Let's have some fun next week. Come join us. It's the BGN Radio bye week yes. beer bash. Info at bgnradio.com for free pizza. Free a beer, and we are going to be doing some gambling down at the casino at Delaware Park. If you want to join us, info at bgnradio.com, subject line, beer bash. Uh, and that doesn't mean that, like, you can say 10 of my friends are coming, get us on the list. One email, one invite. Uh, we only have about 50 spots, so it's going to be a ton of fun. Free beer, free pizza, a lot of gambling, fantasy, all that stuff. I am John Barchard. That is James Seltzer. That, of course, was Dunkaroo behind the glass that you are hearing today. And this has been BGN Radio, number 276, right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and BGNRadio.com. I'm looking